Hi, my name is Manton. New intro music today. This is the Timetable Microcast. I thought I would experiment with some different music from time to time. This is from Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music. He wrote a short song, 30 seconds to a minute or so, every day for 100 days, and this is from day 30. I'll link it up in the show notes. Plenty to do this week. Yesterday I rolled out those podcasting improvements that I mentioned on the previous episode. Bumping the upload size to 35 megabytes, that's about half an hour from our app wavelength, or over an hour at lower bit rates. Also added email address as an optional field to put into your podcast feed. Google's podcast director really likes this. It's uh, it's optional. It's blank by default for privacy. I don't want to put the email address in there unless people expect it to be there. And a change to put the about me text, short little bio that you add to your account on micro.blog in the podcast description. We have been talking about a couple improvements to Wavelength. Overall, I think 1.0 was really good. I'm really happy with how much we got done in and, and really such a short amount of time. But there are a couple tweaks still to make as we do more podcasting with Microdoblog ourselves. Of course, there's you know you don't have to use Wavelength, but for people who do, it's common to run into things you wish it would do, especially, you know, like I use logic for most of my podcasts. And so it's a big difference using logic, something pretty advanced to something that's supposed to be just completely simple, like wavelength. So there's a couple small features we want to add, and we've had some good feedback on that. Probably before that update comes out, we will ship Sunlit, or maybe around the same time. New version of Sunlit that I demoed on my blog with a little video that takes an Instagram-like timeline approach. It's a huge step forward for the app. I'm really excited about it. And we really want to make a big deal about this, send it to as many people as possible, hopefully get some people to review it and write about it and blog about it and podcast about it. But it's coming along. There's a couple things still to finish, a couple bugs and performance improvements to make. We're making some changes to the kind of first launch experience for new users. It, it's, it looks even better than I think I was expecting when we first started experimenting with this feature in Sunlit. Just making it much easier to post and see everyone that you're following, just scroll through their photos, flip through their photos. I think many people will still use the micro.blog app where you can see, you know, not just photos, but regular text posts and replies and everything together and view conversations. But if you need a break from that, or you're just looking for a photos only experience, you know, firing up Sunlit a couple times a day, browsing through photos in the same way that you might use Instagram, I think a lot of people are really going to like it. And of course, because it's Sunlit and it's powered by micro.blog, everything you're seeing is from someone's blog. It's posts they control, it's their own photos. There are no ads, there's no gimmicky business models. You can feel good that it's run by a small team and not a ginormous, massive social network like Facebook. People forget that. I mean, it is Facebook. It is, Instagram is unique. And I think they got a lot right at the beginning, but it is Facebook. I find it very fascinating that a lot of people are able to compartmentalize that and they hate Facebook and they want to delete their account and they hate what's happening with Twitter. But somehow Instagram... Uh, is immune to that. I don't know. Maybe it's just when you get frustrated with a social network, you go to the next 
one and then the next one after that. And I think there will be more pushback against Instagram at some point, but maybe they're immune to some of that because of the design, the simplicity, and just how kind of the good intentions that Instagram started with. Nevertheless, I think there is room for a blog-based, open web, indie web version of Instagram. I think that's the future, and that's where we want to invest a lot of time. I posted a couple of blog posts yesterday, one following up on the Alex Jones InfoWars conversation. I had some good feedback about that. There is a lot going on, I think, with people's awareness of these big social networks and the downsides. And I'm certainly going to be writing more about what I think the solution is because many of these articles, I mean, there's stuff every day. There's one really good one in Slate that I want to link to. There's an op-ed in the New York Times yesterday. It's like every day there's four or five of these articles related to free speech and big social networks and curation. And they all stop short of what to do next. They all kind of outline the problems, which I largely agree with, but then they stop short when it comes to finding a solution. So I want to write more about not the problems because those are becoming well understood, but the solutions, which of course, not to repeat myself too much, I think the solutions are, we need more platforms using open standards, make it easier to move data between platforms and focus on smaller social networks starting to get away from these ginormous, just these massive social networks that have so much power. Thanks for listening today. Really appreciate your support. I'll talk to you next time.